This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you for being here again. It's time to talk about Gate 10. I'm excited. This one is a very important one for everyone and also a very personal one for me. So that means this is going to be probably a bit longer. Uh, Yeah, so just buckle up. Let's get ready. Before we get into it, again, a reminder, gift certificates are available for classes, for yoga nidras, for one-on-ones, the free charts, the new free charts are available on my site free guide to human design basics. Of course, that takes you to the correct class and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then everything else. Um, and again, I'm I'm hard at work. I gosh, there's one thing that I want to bring out like kind of early on for a very specific reason. I don't want to say too much, but uh working on that class or workshop, whatever we're gonna want to wind up calling it um for the new year. And then I know I teased last time Little Foxer is a new thing coming out, a new release very soon, but it did get pushed back a little bit and I created something for that. So I'm really, really excited about this one uh, because there is something new (laughs) brewing and I think it's going to be really amazing and I can't wait to share it with everyone. So when it's ready, I will be talking about it. Okay. Of course, everything can be found in the show notes over on my Instagram bio at Michaela McLean or my website, MichaelaMcLean.com. Yeah. And of course, my disclaimer, don't try to understand this at the mental level. Let the sound current, the energy, the frequency of beauty sink deep into your cells like good skincare. That's my joke. Like Bob Ross is your esthetician. (laughs) Okay. So the sun is moving through Sagittarius. We're wrapping up Sag season and into Capricorn while uh gate 10 is a bridge gate is the winter solstice gate and that spans the two signs it's located in the g center and it's part of both the integration circuitry and the individual knowing circuitry so it's part of that really unique place in the chart where four different gates can potentially come together to make various different channels various potentials here um and you know like i said it's a it is individual or it is integration. And people with individual circuitry just in general have this deep inner knowing that they are here to be true to themselves, which leads to mutation, evolution, and positive change in the world. Um, and the keynotes for integration is self-empowerment and individual is empowerment. So it's kind of like integration is almost like hyper-individual circuitry, you know? Um, anyway. Starting with the center itself, the G center gates all revolve around the themes of love, identity, and direction, and it is home to the magnetic monopole, which draws everything that is loving and beautiful our way. So gate 10 is known as treading. It's the gate of the behavior of the self, and it is the love of the self, the love of being oneself. So you can think of 10 as the backbone of authenticity. It's the true core of presence. And this is such a powerful energy. It's the most complex gate of the G-Center. It's just incredibly powerful. The six hexagram lines of the I Ching, you know, when it's always like lines one through six, that's where this is coming from. They're all woven throughout the, the entire system of human design. And they're, they're stemming from gate 10. 
at its core, it's about a love of the self and a love of life, accepting things, most importantly, yourself as they are, as you are. And those six lines are really the roles. They're the behavioral roles that play out in the design chart. So the low expression of gay 10 is being self-centered, selfish, self-absorbed, narcissistic, can't see past the self. Conversely, it can also indicate a serious struggle with self-love. You know, it's self-loathing, victim mentality, this inability to take personal responsibility, wanting to be anyone but you. Um, can show up with negative self-talk, self-denying, collapsing in on yourself. Again, you can't see past the self, um, but obsessed with your own imperfections, right? I'm like, hello, aesthetic industry. <laughs> uh, living in denial of the true beauty that you hold as an individual expression of the divine. Um, Ra Uruhu, the founder of human design himself, uh, and I quote, he said, he having a very strong 10th gate, as in he himself did, he had the channel of awakening and the channel of the brainwave. He said of gate 10, it is the most aloof and distant of the transcendent gates of love. It's the deepest individual, melancholic, self-absorbed aspect you can find in the body graph. The 10th gate is rarely drawn into the personal because they're too absorbed in themselves. And of course, it's well known that he was always like speaking to the shadow side. You know, he was trying to like wake people up with this. So hearing that, you're like, oh my God, how self-absorbed are you? Right. Okay. And again, I love it because it's like, mm, he had it, you know? So whenever you, whenever somebody has it and they're talking about it like that, you're like, oh, I can't even be offended. You know, like it, it just makes sense. The high expression Self-love is the journey, right? For all of us, it's truly about learning to love and accept yourself, imperfections and all, being completely comfortable in your own skin, just easy breezy in that, loving life, loving being in the world, the way you behave in the world. Then through your own self-empowered existence, your behavior, your elevated thoughts, words, actions, interactions, just the way you move through life, just by doing that, by being that, you empower other people to do the same. Because ultimately, if you don't have compassion and love for yourself, how are you supposed to love anybody else? Right. It starts within us and it ripples out into the world. And as I was like, you know, collecting my notes for this, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, I love you just the way you are, you know, like you yourself, being able to say that to yourself, like in the mirror. And it's interesting, um, again, reflecting on this as a kid, like I loved it. Like my grandma, I was so close to her and, and I just, there was this element with it, with our relationship where I didn't need to contort myself and be anything other than just myself. I was allowed to just be and be loved, you know? And I think that's why I found, um, her to be such like a comforting presence in my life. You know, gate 10 is so much about true authenticity, true alignment with the self, not a created identity. I like to think of this as the difference between being self-centered or being on your center. Just comfortable with yourself, secure in who you are, again, imperfections and all. And think about this too, like in the aesthetics realm, like I would always say the provider is the product. You know, at the end of the day, when I was still in the treatment room full-time, this was the energy that people were coming to me for. Like, you know, whatever your energy was, they, you know, people want to be around you. They would tell me, oh, it just feels good to be around you. And, and I was like, 
it's because I make your skin beautiful. You know, it's like, oh no, you are getting this energy from me. 810, I don't think I've said this. I say it many times. So I only have one channel in my entire chart. It's the 3410. So it is my, and 10 is my design sun. It's in my incarnation cross. This is a biggie. And uh, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Just being around that is going to feel good. You know, if I'm in a good space, right? This is the healing. This is the healing of the whole thing. I had to learn and continue to on a daily basis to like love and accept myself so that my energy is essentially putting that off for other people that they are like, hey, I can do that too. I should do that too. That feels good. So, you know, and, and even kind of to marinate on that, that's one of those things I think about. It, it's like, I, it makes me crazy seeing people being performative versus just being themselves. Like, I love being around other people who are truly like at ease, you know, and feel very, very uncomfortable when people start putting on a performance, you know, and you can see like, you can see with people when they flip that switch. And they go to, like I said, that performative aspect. I'm like, oh, just when you're just like comfortable in your skin, like you're wearing your favorite bathrobe or something like that, that to me is like the pinnacle, you know, that that's an incredible vibe. Not trying, not doing, just being. Okay. Well, that leads us to the gene keys, the gene keys. And, and it's so funny when you read stuff. I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here, but as somebody who this is such an important, such an important gate or gene key in my own chart, how resonant the things that you do have feel to you, especially when they're super important. Like, does other do other people sit around thinking about this? Because I always had, even before ever knowing the gene keys, right? Ever knowing this information. And this always has just been like so on point, so relevant, right? So, sorry, back to the gene case, the shadow, self-obsession, and that goes two different ways, which we will get into. The gift is naturalness, just being at ease, and the city is being. And like I said, my obsession, just being a human being, not a human doing. Like, there's no effort involved here. So, in the gene keys, Richard Red talks about um, 10 you know, correlating to the chest and the heart, it is literally our center, right? And if you go through human design, it's like everything is stemming from the 10th gate. This is air quotes being at ease. So the 10th gene key really encapsulates the profound journey of every individual. And it delves into the core of human individuality and addresses the intricate concept of self-love. This, again, being the core, this the chest, the heart, the center of the body graph. Um, and when it's operating in its shadow frequency, this gene key can be narcissistic and directs all of its focus inwardly, specifically on one's immediate environment the body. So it's like high aesthetics industry and, you know, either being so, so narcissistic and like, oh, you know, I just have to look so good. Or the way I've experienced it, like picking yourself apart, you know, really just really going to town in, in that way of being so inwardly focused. Yeah, just always seeing something wrong with you. But, you know, it also can be completely self-denying where it's living for literally anyone else and it's almost afraid of its individuality. 
Anyway, he goes on to talk about how the self-obsession is both the shadow, but it's also the path to the gift. Just like every single gene key, you know, being aware that this is you and working with, not against what, you know, will help you access the gift. So again, 10 is like the quest to know thyself and eventually on the journey, the self, you know, the I and the I am dissolves. The gift emphasizes loving one's own myth and embracing true authenticity, transcending any and all labels and allowing the emergence of creativity and playfulness. He talks about the concept of Leela, uh, which is divine play. You know, so the journey culminates with the 10th city of being where the differentiated self has dissolved into pure consciousness and it's just expressed as being. There's lots of discussion in the 10th key about the arhats and the bodhisattvas. That's the 10 and the 15, the programming partner, which we're about to talk about, and the polarity of both being and evolving to a higher state. And that's really interesting to me because this is my this is my design sun and earth. Um, so it's like trying to encapsulate both of those, right? To uh, reach toward that in both regards within your own incarnation cross, really. So interesting. But he says, nothing has more power than being itself. And the 10th city is a reminder that it is all but a game, a leela or play in which even our loftiest ambitions are ultimately meaningless. Okay, so my notes here, this is either part of two projected or one generated channel or channels, depending on what it's connected to, which we will discuss in a bit. Um, I already mentioned I have this gate. It's my unconscious or design sun. Um, in the gene keys, that's the radiant sphere. So it's not only part of my incarnation cross, but it's part of my one channel that I have, which is all totally unconscious. Um, and I just am like fascinated by this. In the gene keys, your radiance sphere, um, what Richard Brett says about it, at its very highest level, your radiance represents the final flowering of your highest mystical potential. So now I find this really interesting because I think you probably already hip to the fact that I am into so much esoteric wisdom. And I love numerology, specifically tantric numerology. And so I have some tens in my numerology chart, right? And tantric factors in the 10. Okay. So anyway, 10 is the number of radiance. I'm like, wait a minute, this is my radiance sphere in the gene keys. Like just too many strange, too many strange things. It's, I mean, this is my 33, right? I zoom out and I start connecting the dots to like so many things. It's like, it just gets wild. But 10 is a very special number in numerology. So anyway, again, I'm just like, and, and then, I, oh, I do have to say, Richard Fred talking about Leela or play, my, my, what I consider my yoga studio that has not existed for many years at this point, uh, like 10 years. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Um, that was just my home away from home. The owner and the teacher there was like, I'm, I'm not a person that's like my teacher, but this person, this person was just on a whole other level. I've never met anybody like him before or after. And that was such like a magical time in my life. Um, Pre-kids, you know, and I was at the yoga studio like literally every single day. And uh, it was just 
it was dance. And that, that's the thing I would always tell people if they, if they knew of it or heard of it, or maybe they had gone to a class or whatever. And I was like, it was my obsession. And because you would go and it was play, it was like a cosmic dance. That's how he taught class. It was where I learned how to do all the arm balances and just have fun, you know, and, and just do things. But it was really like the, the, the almost like that flowy dance element to me that just, I would just go and I would just be, right? It was like so good. I'm like, this is so interesting that that, you know, that name pops up in the 10th city. I'm like what? Anyway, sorry. I'm just, you know, connecting all my own dots. Um, but anyway, let's get back. Let's get back to gate 10. So, um, of course, like I said, wildly important to my own design, but you know, obviously this is going to pop up in so many people's charts, or even if you don't have it, it's, it's important period. Because again, those six profile lines, the six lines period, they come, they come stemming from gate 10. So with the love gates in the chart, it's so interesting. There's four that are transcendent, 10 being one of them, you know, they're like love beyond what we can even kind of comprehend is the best way I can put it. And then mundane, which is like, you know, it's, earthy it's 3d it's like oh experiencing love through other people well what's interesting is that gate 10 is actually the only gate that is both depending on what it's connected to or if it's connected to anything so transcendent like i said it's like love that is just bigger than than anything you can imagine all-encompassing and it's not personal right it's a non-personal concept and that mundane love is looking to experience love through the other so essentially if gate 10 is part of a channel it's transcendent and if gate 10 is by itself it doesn't connect to anything that falls into the mundane love category so again transcendent love bigger than anything you can imagine all-encompassing it's non-personal and the mundane is looking to experience love through other people so um, it's not hard to see that you know this is the most complex gate of the g center if not all of the gates in the chart it is part of that one and only four-way intersection in the chart where, you know, the other gates that make up channels, just they have one partner. And then in this particular area, the 10, the 34, the 57, and the 20, those four can come together and do all kinds of, you know, things and, and different possibilities exist there. 10 is also one of the gates in the cross of the vessel of love, the incarnation cross that happens four times a year on the winter and summer solstice and the spring and autumn equinox. So if this is your cross, you are in the world to be love. So the programming partner, meaning if the sun is in gate 10 in either Sagittarius or or Capricorn, uh, the earth is automatically going to be opposite in either Gemini or Cancer in gate 15. So because again, we've got a bridge gate, summer solstice gate, there you go. Gate 15 is known as modesty. It's the gate of extremes. And the keynote is the love of humanity and embracing different rhythms and extremes of behavior. This is the extremist. And just like gate 10, its programming partner, it's about loving your own extremes and quirks first so that you can accept and love others. You realize how different yet how connected we all are. And it's kind of a mark of a humanitarian. And I always say oftentimes it's spoke about in very basic terms that I don't really care for about like not liking a steady routine or, you know, all that type of stuff. And I just I'm like, mm, does it a disservice? Because I personally have routines, but they're extreme. You know, I, I re referenced it before, but like having an eating disorder to, you know, 
getting waking up at like 5 a.m. to meditate and do all these like kind of crazy things where I, you know, walk miles no matter what what it's like outside, you know, knee deep snow or whatever. You know, like that's that's kind of extreme behavior, but you know, I'm not averse to routines. <laughs> anyway, um, it's partner. You know, it's like it's about having a steady drum beat and 15 is like, no, I'm jazz music over here. I want to be a free bird. Uh, 15 just understands the extreme diversity, you know, and has this ability to accept and hold space for it all. And like I, you know, I'm saying it's like extreme in other ways. It's not always just routine to me. It's like this can be having extreme life experiences, which help you better relate to others. I definitely would put myself in that category, Um, you know you just you may you may have had various things happen that doesn't mean it's bad but just um yeah different experiences that really help you connect with other people in the gene keys 15 has the gift of magnetism and so i i laugh i'm like it's big aura energy you know it expands your aura it makes it like triple xl because you are just meant to be this conduit for the power of love and acceptance of others and other beings, this is humans, but also animals, typically resonate with gay 15 people. They're attracted to you because they can feel that acceptance. Um, it, again, is a love game. It's one of its nicknames is the politician. It's transpersonal love of humanity. And this is a collective energy, understanding that we all need to get along and love each other, but it's not personal. So again, it's a transcendent love, not personal. Uh and that's the thing, you know, Ra would say about the trans the transpersonal love gates is that it's always that way with transpersonal gates. It's always that way with anything anti-mundane. Their interest isn't you. 15 is the human resonance that holds us all together. It's like the heartbeat of the earth. Um, Richard Red calls 15 the polygamist. It's the person that has love for everything and everyone. And I know I mentioned this when we were talking about Gene Keys for gate 10, but it's the Bodhisattva. You know, it's like I'm holding back my own enlightenment for the sake of others. They remain behind to teach other people rather than sort of moving toward the goal of becoming one with the divine. So they're really like full spectrum people. Okay. So channel partners. Oh my goodness. All right. So, of course, anybody of any aura type from reflector, manifestor, projector, generator, MG, anybody can have gate 10 by itself. But um, now we're getting into like what, what the makeup is if you have the full channel. Again, having 10 by itself is mundane love. You're going to experience love through other people. Um, and then having it part of a full channel, this is where we get into the transcendent love. So when 10 connects to 20, this is the channel of awakening, and it is a commitment to higher principles. It's self-projected, so projector channel here, and it's part of the integration circuitry. So this is self-love and self-trust. It's essentially the I am. It's the fullest, most poignant, selfish, and primal expression of the essence of being. That was a direct raw quote. <laughs> it's the voice for self-love, speaking for itself, speaking from the heart, right? The G center is, is our center. Uh, it's low expression. One of its nicknames is the verbal gunslinger, you know? So it's like it can, it can cut somebody with its words, or it can really know the right thing to say, know the right behavior to verbally express. So when 10 connects to 57, that's a Libra gate. Uh, this is the channel of perfected form. 
This is about survival. It is a projected channel and it's integration circuitry. So this is the art of survival. It's a creative channel, physical well-being, staying alive because you love yourself, adapting moment to moment, intuitively knowing the correct behavior for oneself. And when it connects to 34, this is a Sagittarius gate. This is forming the channel of exploration. This is a generated channel. This is connecting the sacral to the G center. This is self-love, love of life, the correct behavior. Uh, this is, again, you know, it's like that, that, that pure life force power is going up and connecting to, it's powering up the G center, our direction, love, identity, power connected to transcendent love. Uh, it's sustainable energy feeding the correct direction when following your personal convictions. It's individual circuitry, uh, specifically part of the very small, very small and sub-circuit. There's only two channels in it. It's called the centering circuit. This is my channel. Um, and it can be unavailable to others because it's busy following its own convictions. It's following its own way, right? Integration circuitry. Okay, so the first two the the 10 to 20 and the 10 to 57 integration is designed to be self-absorbed self-sufficient self-assured but it's correct for them if it's done in a high vibe way right it's about their survival and their self-empowerment and then by contrast the 3410 that channel of exploration is part of the individual centering circuit which is responsible for making everything more individual it's meant to empower others through its being it's about being love, being so strong on your center that you can, as I like to put it, be the human crystal or human tuning fork. You're vibrating at a certain frequency. This doesn't connect to the throat. You're not here to talk the talk. You're here to walk the walk. You just exist and wait for others to meet you up here. And again, to quote Ra, you know, the founder of human design, it has unprecedented power over all of their circuitry and brings about empowerment in those who are around it. People with this energy have an aura that creates a kind of vortex around them. Is as centering is a power that can condition even very tribal people into the possibility of loving themselves, thus taking the natural emphasis off the other. And he says, being centered is not something you do. Being centered is a response to life. So again, human being. And again, that goes back to like Leela, my yoga studio. You know, my teacher is always like, we're not human doings, we're human beings. Oh, that was that was something that got thrown around in the studio all the time. And I was like, wow, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Anyway, I'm always going on about this bit because this is literally my energy. You know, it's the work I'm here to do in the world. So I was thinking if you vibe with me, because I'm just over here kind of like trying to love myself, trying to use all of this to like understand and accept myself. And so I'm doing that to help other people love and accept themselves like what <laughs> yay for all of us okay so astrologically here we have either Sagittarius or Capricorn depending on you know how far we progressed into this gate right what line number it is so it's one of those two either connecting with Gemini you know or Libra or Sagittarius again um all kinds of things happening there. It's complicated. Uh, the quarter of the wheel is happening in the fourth quarter of transformation. You're transforming the world when you transform yourself, which is really about accepting yourself and relaxing into being yourself, loving yourself just the way you are. You know, it's the whole 
tend to your own garden. What is really cool is um, if you look at the fourth quarter of the wheel and the gates that are activated in it, and it will show you like what channels are activated in this quarter. There's only one and it's the 3410. That is the single channel that is activated during the fourth quarter completely. And I think that's really cool because you're like, oh, whoa, this is the transformation, the transformation into like loving yourself, like mind blown. That's what this whole thing is about. And, you know, human design, there's, there's so many quotes from the founder and it's always about like, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Um, one of, there's a couple. Okay. I just wrote, wrote down two. He said, human design opens the door to the potential of self-love, a love of life and a love of others through understanding. And then my personal favorite, he said, we are not here to be loved, but to be love. So yeah. I'm like, whoa, I just, I, this one hits me so hard, right? Cause I'm like, that's, that's my chart, self-love and acceptance. When I used to be like, get you high on you. I'm like, this is it people. The most powerful thing you can do is love and accept yourself. You know, it doesn't mean that you don't want to be a better person, but you kind of like stop a lot of the self-judgment and just kind of are like, I need to transcend this. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. For me, the healing self-love thing, I have my my Pisces son is in gate 36. Like this whole life has been a healing journey, you know, finding that beauty within the value of loving who you are, of being yourself, you know, and just kind of allowing other people to do the same around you. I don't know. I just always like, wow, I'm a 4-1. I only have this channel. My chart speaks so much to just healing. But again, from a very personal place that like if I'm doing it, it's going to help rub off on other people. And I really do believe that, you know, you you have to love yourself because that's the only way that you're going to be able to do any good in the world, right? If you're if you're so self-obsessed, you're like, you deny everybody, like Richard Wood talks about, it's like, well, that's not helpful. And if you're so obsessed with yourself on like how much you loathe yourself, this, this is my side. <laughs> this is the repressed side that really really is like where I spent so much of my life just um yeah just so stuck on like all of that 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 is not helpful that is not helpful you have to get past this um and that's how we do it we're just aware when we when we come become aware of the shadow of the things that we have especially the really important ones in our chart it's oh oh okay I don't know acceptance is like the majority of our battles right? Anyway, I always say with the 10, there's this huge emphasis on gate 10 people helping others through simply loving themselves. It is the responsibility of somebody with gate 10, in my opinion. You got to love you because we are empowering other people through that, right? We need to set good examples of that for other people to witness and, um, you know, be essentially conditioned positively by. This one always makes me think of with the 3410 I mentioned in that episode, in the 34 episode, but Spider-Man, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. You got that gift wired into you. You need to love on it. You need to love on you. And that's where that power comes from. Okay. Oh my goodness. I feel like I've been talking forever. I apologize, but like I said, that all all six lines come from this. 
your profile, everything, everything kind of like goes back down to the root of, of gate 10. So this is such an important one that we really needed to dive into very deeply. Um, do you have 10 in your chart yourself? So if you're looking at the G center, the diamond is going to be on the left-hand side coming out. Um, yeah, out the side. If it's colored in black, red, or red and black, it means you do have it somewhere. It's defined in your chart by something. If it's white, you don't have it. So look to the other sides, plural. Uh, you could be looking at 20 in the throat, 57 in the spleen, 34 in the sacral, any one of those, you're going to get this self-love activation for approximately six days. And if you don't have any of it, that's fine too. Uh, what I would say is really look at the people around you. Look at friends, family, whomever. Look at those charts and see where you where you see and recognize this in people, uh, because we all experience it, regardless if we have it or not. We're experiencing it through others. We experience it through the transits. It's relevant to all of our lives. All right. So yeah, I'll be back soon with more. Um, the podcast is truly a labor of love, and I would so appreciate it if you are listening and enjoying the information. If you would leave it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or hit the five stars on Spotify or wherever you listen, even if they don't let you leave a review, um, I would just appreciate it so much. Uh, yeah, because again, I mean, because my my reason behind this is truly to help help myself and help everyone else that gets to encounter this work to help them love themselves. And if you'd like to learn more human design, of course, check out my free charts on my site, free guide to human design basics, the $11 masterclasses, the yoga nidras, more things coming all the time. And um, yeah, very limited one-on-one -on -one still, but whatever interests you, you can follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean, where I post extra things that I don't talk about on here that are ways to tangibly use this information where the sun is at at any given time to bring it, yeah, bring it down to the real world, crystals, oils, tools, practices, things like that. It's quite fun. All right. Of course, until next time, have a beautiful day.